What is a prime lens explained in plain English in less than 10 minutes? Hi and welcome to episode 58 of the Photography Explained podcast. I'm your host Rick and in each episode I will explain one photographic thing in plain English in less than 10 minutes without the irrelevant details, 10 minutes-ish. What I tell you is based on my lifetime of photographic experience, not Google. Well, there might be the odd thing that I had to look up, but mainly this is stuff that I know. Or in the case of things that don't have like prime lenses, things I had to research. Okay, I said 10 minutes, we'll see. My average time is 12 and three quarter minutes. Please book out that time if you want to stay with me till the end, which I hope you do. Right then, so what is a prime lens? This is the answery bit. A prime lens is a lens that has a fixed focal length. Prime lens are generally smaller, lighter and have larger maximum apertures than zoom lenses. Prime lenses generally provide higher quality images than zoom lenses with less potential optical errors due to the parts in the lens being fixed. That's the answer. That's it in a nutshell. If you don't want to spend any more time with me, there's your answer. But please, let's look at these things in a little bit more detail. First question I have is, what does prime actually mean? Now, in photography, there are lots of terms that don't seem to make any sense. There are lots of terms that seem baffling, but when you look into them, there is a logical answer. Is prime one of those? Not really. If you try and find out where the term prime lens comes from, you'll get a number of quite vague answers, to be honest with you. As in, it was the primary bit of kit amongst the combination of things, or the primary lens is the prime lens. It's the primary lens. Sorry, I'm repeating myself there. It doesn't really matter where the term came from. What matters is a prime lens. I call them fixed focal length lenses. I know it's not very snappy, but prime lens, fixed lens, fixed lens does for me. Let's go with that. It's the opposite of a zoom lens or the counter to a zoom lens. A zoom lens, variable focal length. Prime lens, fixed focal length. That's it. Let's move on. That's what I mean. It doesn't really matter. What other types of lenses are there? Well, I've just covered that rather cunningly. You've got zoom lenses, and you got prime lenses. Do prime lenses take better photos? If you are comparing similar lenses, and I will use the example of a Canon 28mm lens, it'll be an f2.8 probably, and compare that to the Canon 28-70 f2.8 L zoom lens. I think the 24mm is an L lens. L is uh, professional obviously, then you will probably get a higher quality photo with a prime lens than you will with a zoom lens. This is in general terms, making sensible comparisons. You could put a rubbish zoom lens against a fantastic prime lens and you'd get things the other way around. You get the point. How much do prime lenses cost? Well, one disadvantage of prime lenses is you have to buy one for each focal length. They tend to be cheaper than zoom lenses, but you need more of them. Again, it depends. A standard lens is one of the cheapest lenses you can get. A standard lens being a 50mm focal length on a full-frame camera. Now then, the wider you go, the more expensive the lens. The more telephoto you go from standard, the more expensive the lens. The larger the maximum aperture, the more expensive the lens is. Let me give you one example. 50mm f1.8 is a standard lens. Cost what? 80, 100 quid? Maybe more now. I'm a bit out of date with my prices. Take, for example, and compare that against the 400mm f2.8 L lens made by Canon. I'd love to take one of them. It costs thousands and thousands. So 50mm cheapest. If you go to an 8mm fisheye lens, you're talking a few quid. 
those are the variations in the price. What are the advantages of prime lenses? Why should I be interested in prime lenses when I've got zooms? What is the point? What benefits do they give me? Again, in general terms, when comparing a prime lens to an equivalent focal length zoom lens, in general terms, notice I'm caveating this quite a lot. In general terms, you get better image quality. There's no moving parts, so there's less to go wrong. It's a fixed lens. Everything's fixed apart from the focusing ring and the aperture. There's no lens elements moving in and out and doing complicated things. They are generally smaller than zoom lenses. They are generally lighter than zoom lenses. And they are generally cheaper. But again, the larger the maximum aperture, the more expensive the lens. The more away from standard lens, the more expensive the lens. What are the disadvantages? Quite a big one for me is if I wanted to use a different focal length, I'll come on to that in a minute, and I change lenses, I have a massive issue of dust getting in. Sure, there's ways of minimising the amount of dust that gets into the bit where the lens changing happens, where the mirrors and all that stuff and, and the sensor. Because I photograph on construction sites, I don't want any dust anywhere. So if I don't have to change lenses, it's a good thing for me. Another disadvantage, you have to change the lens to get a different focal length. Again, can be a bit of a pain. If you've got a zoom lens that covers all the focal lengths you need, then you're good to go. Other disadvantages, you need more gear. That's unless you take everything at a single focal length. You'd never catch me doing that. You need more gear. You need more lenses. And that comes with more expense. So what are the most common focal lengths? Well, I said before, 50mm is standard. Wide-angle lenses, popular focal lengths, 24mm, 28mm, 35mm. 85mm is very mild. Telephoto, also called portrait lens. 85mm gives you a really good focal length for photographing people's faces. 135mm, 200mm, 300 400 They're popular telephoto focal lengths. I'll make the point again. The wider or longer, the more expensive. The larger, the maximum aperture. The larger, heavier and more expensive they are. What do I use? Well, I don't have any prime lenses anymore. I used to have a 50mm standard lens, a 100mm macro lens, a 24mm tilt shift lens, easy for me to say, and a 40mm pancake lens. Tiny little thing. It was great. Loved it. But I sold them all. I didn't want, I didn't use them, to be honest with you. The tilt shift lens I bought because I thought I needed one because I'm an architectural photographer and everybody told me I needed one. That's why you have to be careful who you listen to because I don't need one. I've managed all these years without one. I bought the macro lens to give it a try. Try macro photography. I have no problem with that. It's just not for me. So I sold the lens. 50mm standard lens. I just never used it. It was in my bag. It was taking up space. I never used it. So I got rid. And the pancake lens was, again, that was just a, I'm going to get something small to put my Canon 60 in my pocket. No, it doesn't fit in, does it? So that was a, a waste of a few quid. I use zoom lenses only. Yeah, some people will say you're wrong. You should be using prime lenses. But I use zoom lenses. I'm being honest with you. And that's it. Next episode, I'm going to talk about zoom lenses. Makes sense, doesn't it? Okay, so my one line explanation. Prime lenses have a fixed focal length and are generally smaller, lighter and cheaper than zoom lenses and provide better image quality in general terms. But you have to buy more of them. Next episode. Episode 59. Zoom lenses explained by me in plain English in less than 10 minutes. Yep, I took the snappy title from this. Uh, this. Oh, 
I was getting, I was doing so well then, wasn't I? I took the snappy title from this episode and chucked Zoom in where Prime was. I'm nearly done. Not too long today. I'm quite happy with that. I'm not going to make the 12 and three quarter minutes unless I pad out for another two minutes, which I'm not going to do. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave a nice review and rating wherever you get your podcast from. Please subscribe so you don't miss an episode. And if you want to share my podcast with anybody you think might enjoy it, I would be very grateful. Thank you for listening to my small but perfectly formed podcast. My websites, please check out rickmacavoyphotography.com to find out more about me and my photography blog. And also the Photography Explained podcast website where you can find out all about this podcast and ask me a question of your own. This episode was brought to you by takes one, two, three and four, where I wasn't able to speak properly. I've been Rick McAvoy. Thanks again very much for listening to me and for giving me just over 11 minutes of your valuable time. And I will see you on the next episode. Cheers from me, Rick. My brand new course, How to Become a Real Estate Photographer, Straight Talking Advice for Beginners to Get You Making Money Quickly and Build a Career, is available to buy now. Find out more at rickmacavoyphotography.com forward slash courses.